Welcome to Kaiseki Anime, where we air new episodes every other week. Kaiseki covers currently airing anime, older series seen recently, and other relevant topics for the season. I'm your host, Marina, of the blog Anime BNB, and with me is my co host, Draggle, of the cleverly titled Draggle's Anime Blog. This week, we discuss Birdie Wing, Golf Girl Story, Love After World Domination, and Your Boy Kanming. Some very excellent anime to discuss this week. Yes, yes. We can begin with、uh, my favorite sports anime of the season, Birdie Wing. Might you say it's your favorite of all time, or is that not true? I don't know. I think it's not quite on the level of Keijo. Oh, okay. But it, it's pretty good, yeah. And it's hard to believe since it's such a stupid sport, golf. <laughs> Right? Like, when we first heard that there was going to be about an anime on golf, I'm pretty sure our expectations were low, right? My expectation was below low. It was like, I am never touching this shitty anime about this shitty sport. Well, it's a good thing that we always try at least one episode of things, right? Yeah, I, I was wrong. This, this is an anime about the only ethical way to play golf scamming rich golfers out of all their money. Well, this is a problem then because we've actually moved past that arc, Draggle. I know. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> What's going to happen now? She's going to face it head on more seriously as perhaps a professional golfer. Yeah, she's going to treat it like a sport. Ah,、uh, oh, disgusting. Uh, uh. But we, we all know the, the real thing she loves about golf is、uh, her girlfriend. So that's, that's fine. This is a love story. Yes, this is really about. Our two main characters, Eve and Aoi, and their passion for each other and golf. Yes, exactly. So we, we can't forgive her for playing golf since she, she does it for love. Yeah, no, I am really interested the direction that this is going to take, right? Because a majority of this, like more than half of this show, has featured sort of that underbelly, right? That seedier side of life that Eve is in, because I think this is an interesting setting, don't you? Do you have an idea of like what country this is? Like it's not it's Japan. Somewhere in Europe. It's not the US, it's not Japan. I think it's somewhere in Europe. I don't know if they ever said. I don't know. I was thinking it could be like, it seems pretty warm. Maybe it's like Italy or Greece or something. And we don't know anything about Eve's past. She doesn't have any memories herself past a certain point, right? And then the people that she's with, those other women and the children, they are undocumented immigrants. And I don't know, like, they, none of them have like the same or similar colorings. So again, I, so I can't pinpoint like where this is and where they're from. They've mentioned like Euros before, right? Like, did they? I thought they're Betzer and Euros. Okay. I, I could be making this up. Yeah, I just, I thought it was an interesting setting to start out with that we're with these like undocumented individuals and that they are hiding. I mean, they're running a business, but they're also kind of hiding. They don't want authorities to notice them.、Right. And like, that's part of why Eve, like, she loves these people. She stays with them mostly because like they found her when she like last remembers, like her memories start. Like she's trying to scratch up a living with them. Yeah, she, she's a good character. And another cool thing about her character is like she could, Do like the darker side, like you've talked about how you're playing golf for money, right? But she doesn't do it for the mafia. She does it on her own terms. Right. 
She refuses to work. That's why she's acknowledged by her master. I mean, it's kind of funny that there's actually a mafia going with this golf <laughs> thing. <laughs> so the funniest part is their their underground uh, betting golf arena. Yeah, that's got to be one of the greatest builds that I've ever seen. Like, forget Mecca, okay? Yeah. Forget these giant robots. Forget, like, the future science, like, futuristic cities. It's all about the underground golf courses. <laughs> and it's literally an underground golf course. <laughs> that can be randomized, right? Like, it's it's sections that can change at the push of a button to something totally different with water, sand, yeah. different climates. It's it's pretty amazing. <laughs> and I loved how it's a, it, it was a major plot point that the, the algorithm exploited use weakness of not being able to do curves <laughs> yeah like they're like okay you know what if she's just gonna blast her ball straight through a tree branch like she can break a tree branch you try to do that with a rock <laughs> you can't do that around like through a mountain right certainly although part of me believed that she would I, I thought she might do it too. Like it was gonna crack me up if she had some special like steel bullet that would just go straight through the mountain. <laughs> or she just like hits it over the mountain. <laughs> yeah, but I mean she ended up having a curveball thanks to Aoi, right? Like Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she can still learn. <laughs> that that was pretty funny. But that's like why I love this show so much, because it's totally not at all what you expect. And they do that every damn episode. They do something new that I didn't expect. And it's so, so corny. It's so corny, but that's why it's great. I think my favorite is the the vampire girl. Viper or Viper or like she calls her like yeah. Habiona, right? Like <laughs> snake woman. It's such a ridiculous She's a pretty great show. character. Yeah. I, I'm quite curious where it'll go from here too. Are you sure it's only one, one uh, season? I honestly don't know. Um, I highly doubt that this can be one season because of where they're going. We're already at like what? Episode nine? Yeah, And that means, like, if this was a single core, we're only going to have a few more episodes, which doesn't really make sense, given that she's just now started this next journey to Japan. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense for it to end, especially when, like, Aoi's barely done anything. No, we just got her as, like, introductory arc. Yeah. And then she's, like, sort of on the periphery, like, we see her now and then, but... She's got to be a more major character. Yeah, I mean, clearly from the opening song or whatever, she, she, she it's, a, it's a couple... Venus line. <laughs> but no, I don't think that there's been an episode count announced. And if there is, someone please tell us because I can't see where where it is. I guess we'll find out. But I'm, I'm quite excited to see uh, them, you go to Japan and uh, tear up the golf world. Because I thought part of us was like skeptical and sad that she's left this world of betting. We'll see. I, I bet uh, some more craziness will, will ensue. I, I can't see this becoming... Your typical sports show. Yeah. No way are they going to disappoint us with normalcy, right? Yeah, going to have a training arc for the big tournament where we have to watch every battle. It has to be like a training arc worthy of your attentions, right? Because you you hate tournament arcs. Yeah. No, I was just kidding. I, I was saying that I can't see it, it going this direction. Well, I mean, I could see them including it in some like weirdly okay, that's totally different way that we would not expect. Like, she has to learn the new colors in the rainbow bullet. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> anyway, it's great. All the all the best sports anime are more, like, more gay than sport. That's an interesting observation. I guess because Keijo is similar, right? Keijo, Saki, 
uh, even a little bit, uh, what was that baseball one? That was a bit gay. Tribe Nine? Yeah, Tribe's Nine. Well, if we're going to continue with this vein of colorful characters, right? We had our Rainbow Bullet. Let's move on to now our Super Sentai, our five heroes in Love After World Domination. Yeah, this is your classic love comedy where the hero falls in love with the villain. But it's this, I, I quite like it because they, they actually like started dating on the first episode, I think. Yeah. It's less of the will they, won't they, and more of the uh, hiding hiding things from your coworkers. <laughs> yeah, not so successfully. <laughs> no, they're pretty bad at it. They're both pretty stupid. Yeah. Okay, you say stupid. I say it's an endearing, like, this is the stumbling that is young love. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I like how they're stupid. It's more entertaining that way. <laughs> it's gonna be like, let's think back to our first loves, right? Like, how smart were we? You know, like, oh. didn't you make lots of mistakes with your first love? No, not, I didn't mean, like, stupid about their love, although that's true, too. I meant more like, they suck at keeping secrets. They really do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but that's also part of their charm, right? Because, I mean, that's why I like them so much. I feel like they're both very straightforward characters, kind of people. They are, yeah. These are the kind of friends I'd want to have. Like, I'd want to be friends with them because they're honest. Well, mostly honest, except when they're trying to keep a secret and doing a really bad job of it. <laughs> and just, like, very down to earth. I love that about them. Yeah. And it's really funny how they're so, like, honest and down to earth. Um, and she's like one of the leaders of the evil organization. Now, are they actually evil? I'm so confused about her organization. They don't seem very evil. Like, I think in this anime, it's more like uh, it's a job they have to do. They certainly display it like that, right? Because you see them in their work attire, which is those ridiculous costumes. And they have those ridiculous names, like Reaper Princess and Steel Princess and Beast Princess, which is interesting that all of the leaders are female. And then you see them, like, in their casual clothing. Like, I had no idea that they were students, high school students. I don't think it's all the leaders are female. It's all the the princesses. Because remember, she was going to get promoted and become a monster. The monsters are above the princesses. Wait, which ones are the monsters? Like the bear? Is the bear above her? Yeah, the bear. Oh, for some reason I thought they were like equals or that she was above the bear. Mm. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, I would say like their they're top person. Like that's a guy. Yeah. Bosslar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he's got like his table of generals. That's what I'm sort of equating to them, or I guess generals. Great. Happen to all be women. And then you have, yeah, the beast, like the bear. Was there another beast? I don't remember. Well, she almost became a beast, remember? There was an episode where she was going to get promoted and become a monster. Oh, uh, you know, I'm actually really, I'm only like six or so episodes in. So if that happens later, that's why I don't, I don't know. I think he should have seen that. Oh, I don't recall Maybe that. Maybe just forget. Yeah, it's uh, it's the kind of show where you, you don't pay too close attention or need to remember every detail. It's more of a, a comedy it's more about the feelings and the, yeah, the comedy. Yeah. I I read this manga before, too. Oh, you did? Yeah. So I was, I was quite uh, looking forward to this when I saw it was coming out. But I, I don't think it actually got very far in the manga. Maybe, maybe it just hasn't been translated or something. Do you happen to have a favorite gelato character? Yeah. Since I'm behind... I haven't come across any episodes that really feature the other guys. So far, I've only met, like, pink and yellow. Yeah, I think 
We had we had Blue show up a bit more lately. Okay. I haven't gotten there yet then. I feel like the guys will will come up more. I feel like we'll get more more illicit relationships. I hope so, because it's been pretty <laughs> great seeing like how they all cross paths. <laughs> yeah. It seemed like it was hinted at uh with Blue and oh, I don't even remember. One of her one of her female coworkers. Oh really? It's gotta be Beast then, right? Because we know that Steel is all in love with Culver and Bear. Maybe. I don't remember. Well, I think that would be great. Yeah. They have like accomplices in this illicit relationship. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty impressed that they've uh they've kept it fresh for quite a few episodes. Yeah, I really didn't expect that this would turn out to be as much of a gem as it is. Yeah. It's it's pretty sweet show too. Uh, they do have some uh Weird uh, fixation on gender roles, especially the uh, the girl. What do you mean? Uh, just something she says, like, very, like, woman in this role, man in this role. Yeah, it's probably, like, her expectations based on, like, her surroundings and experiences, right? I wonder if they're going to call that into question yeah. or if they just sort of gloss over it. Yeah, so far they seem to gloss over it. Ah, uh, that's too bad. I've been watching this show and Birdie with Kewu, mm-hmm. so that's why I'm kind of a little behind. But yeah, I was surprised at how much he enjoyed this one and Birdie. I- I'm not surprised by Birdie. Are you surprised about this one, though? A little bit more, yeah. I, I think he likes, like you, how stupid they are. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but we have a similar taste in the, the stupid shows. It's just like a nice thing to wind down with after a shitty day at work, you know? Exactly. You want something you don't have to think about too much. You can yeah. just just laugh. And that's what this is. It's heartwarming in a silly way. Exactly. So last and definitely not least is Ya Boy Kong Mean, which may or may not be the best show of the season. Yeah, it's so good. This one is 12 episodes only, sadly. Although I, I'm really curious if they're going to no. finish it there or if they're going to have like a sequel or what. But for now, it's only a single core. Yeah, honestly, I, th- I think that's fine. <laughs> Do you think they can wrap it up in 12 episodes? Um, and achieve world peace. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a tall order, Drago. Yeah, Come on. that's a bit tough. I think it's unlikely they'll achieve world peace in the remaining four episodes. Like, but maybe they can achieve Japan peace, you know? Conwing might have some strategies that we haven't seen there. This is true. He does know about the art of war. This is such a bizarre show. Bringing together his character, the art of war, and an aspiring idol? What? <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm glad I grabbed Romance of the Three Kingdoms last year, since it prepared me for this. It has so much more meaning to you now, doesn't it? Now you can explain things to me that I don't understand. Well, I, I feel like I don't remember quite enough details all the time. Like, I know who the characters are a lot of the times. Yeah. But they'll describe like, oh, this was just like one... Uh, Conming used the strategy of this on the, these people, and I'm like, uh, that sounds like it like, happened. Uh... But... <laughs> <laughs> like when Kong means like going off with Kobayashi about like fooling the uh, the enemies into getting lost or whatever in a in a surprisingly small space. The maze, the maze, and that's how like he tricks these people from another singer to like come to his singer in the club. <laughs> exactly, and like I I do remember there was a part of the book where there was a maze and they defeated some guys, but. I couldn't tell you the details. <laughs> I mean, what's so great is that 
it is bizarre, right? Like, I don't know anything about these uh, historical figures, but I can still appreciate it because of how well they've written him into this ridiculous setting. Right. Well, he was ridiculous in the book, too, Conway. Wait, really? Yeah, he he invented robots. What? He also invented uh, dumplings. What? And he... Oh, he defeated an army after he died as a ghost. This sounds suspicious. Really? It was conning. What can you say? He was a great, <laughs> a great genius. <laughs> I suppose then world domination. Uh, well, no, not domination. World peace. peace. World, world peace. peace. Let's not confuse this with the previous domination. <laughs> Is not so far out of reach then, huh? Exactly. But yeah, I mean, like. Aside from him, I'm still really enjoying, like, the other characters. Like, Eiko is such a s- simple, sweet girl. I still like her, you know? And yeah. I also really like the the rapper. Normally, I wouldn't like Eiko because she's so so peaceful and boring. But she's, she's perfect uh, when she's together with Conwing because he's, like, the exact opposite. Yeah, we don't really get her too much by herself to where it, like, becomes overwhelmingly, like, one-sided sweetness, right? Like, we always see her with other characters or, like, exactly. actually, that was a concern. I think there was, like, this this skepticism that she was depending on him too much. Like, everything that she wanted to do was only successful because he's the one that, like, plotted out, which is kind of, like, less about her growth, right? Mm. But then... I think recent episodes, he's forced her to figure things out on her own, right? Which I think is good. Yeah, exactly. He's a strategist, not the yeah, exactly the king. So like he's giving her the tools to sort of figure things out on her own. Yeah, it was like a, uh, it was close to to uh, sweetness overload when she was hanging out with uh, that guitar player girl. Yeah, but that's important because we know she's going to be important later on, right? Exactly. So now that now that they're rivals, that's 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 better. It's far more interesting. Now we get some uh, conflict here. Yes. <laughs> but let's not forget one of my favorite moments was the rap showdown. Oh my god, that was so good. <laughs> Kobe Taijin and Kongming going at it on stage. I think like that week there were two other shows as well that had rap in their anime. Oh really? I think so. Yeah. This is like your time. Don't you love rap and anime? <laughs> exactly. It was my time. Yeah, the Conwing one was the best one. Oh, so I don't think there was any doubt about that, that, that it would be the best. Yes. What a great show. And the the music is really good, too. Like the non-rap music. I really like the opening. The opening's a banger. Yes. Yes. And I, I normally skip the opening, but not for this one. This one you actually will sit through it every week? Yes. Wow. Yep. That's high praise. So by the time this episode comes out, we're only going to have, like, what, a couple more weeks? Maybe a week until the end of the season? I think so, yeah. So we can wrap up with some other shows. If people have preferences, they can let us know. But I'm actually also really excited about Spy Family. Yes, Spy Family. Did you have anything else that was exciting you this season? The one other show I like is uh, A Couple of Cuckoos. It's also very stupid. And I actually like... um. It's it's a really dumb isekai show. The greatest demon lord is reborn as a typical nobody. Oh yeah, I dropped that one. <laughs> yeah, it's bad, but also good. Well, a couple of Kakus is too core, so we might be able to fit it in next season if we don't this season. Yeah. And isn't Spy Family two cores too? I only see it listed as one core, but what? like, what? they totally gotta get a second season. Yeah, yeah! <laughs> we haven't even met the dog yet. There's a dog? There's a dog. You'll love the dog. Oh... My God, <laughs> we have to talk about this show. <laughs> yeah. 
tune in again to Kaisaki Anime Podcast two weeks from now. Please feel free to send us questions or comments on Twitter with hashtag Kaisaki Anime Podcast or on their individual accounts at Drago underscore Kuhn and at Anime BNB. Listen and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify so we can continue to grow and improve. You can also find us on Google Play. Thanks for listening.